0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: Wow, what a year.
1: What a week.
3: No, no,
1: no. It's not been a year.
3: Wow, what a year. What a week. No, it, it was a great week, but
1: wow. Wow, what a year. We had COVID. <laughs> we had a lot of precedents. No, no, no yeah.
3: It has been It's uh, been a roller coaster. It's been there has been some,
1: some highs. There's been some serious lows.
3: There's been some um m- m- arguments.
1: There's been some big arguments.
3: There's been some tears. There's been
1: some tears. And there's been a couple. We had some serious. We had some serious some um, blues.
3: We had some uh, wedding blue boy, blues. Blue uh, boy, wedding blue boy. Blue boy. Blue boy. Blue boy. Blue. Um, wedding blues is a serious thing, honey. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we actually felt depressed. Well, I actually think I got COVID from the wedding or some some form of illness from various people who sauntered around going, oh, God, I've got COVID, but don't worry, I'm still coming. I was like, yeah, Some of the guests, some Thanks. of the guests. Yeah. Come see me the day before. Can't wait to just be dying on my wedding day.
3: What was your favourite moment of the whole wedding?
1: Your speech, the speech, your speech.
3: Well, I uh, just, uh, ooh, that's your speech. And do was... you say that, sister? Because we have something coming up for you. What else do you like about the wedding?
1: Um, the band was incredible.
3: Yeah, ALR music shout out.
1: Unbelievable. Yeah. The, I don't think I had wandering because I couldn't move an inch.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, Penny B is calling me. Your mother.
3: She's phoned me as well.
1: Oh, what's that about? And your dad called me. Really? Oh, scary.
3: Hold on, let's phone my mum really quick. Hold on a second. Imagine if it's something serious. It won't be. Jump
1: body.
3: Yeah. I want to know how Sophie is. Oh, she's okay. She's Oh, a... Penny, oh, I'm shit. okay. Shit.
1: She's okay, mama. So we're just recording a podcast. If anyone put me on the stage one more time, I was about to kick them in the teeth. I was like, please stop. <laughs> get on the stage, Sophie. I was like, no, no, I can't dance. And my cousin will just, I get straight off the stage and he was like... You're already sick of dancing. You need some dance. That's not so like perfect. Up and out there, for twenty minutes, <laughs> trying to dance my little body away.
3: Eh? I I had my favourite moment was we changed the first dance last minute. I watched the Ed Sheeran documentary, and in the Ed Sheeran documentary, his song "Perfect." Um, I found a girl for, for me, just down right in, in follow, follow my on. knees.
1: Boy, like why
3: are you like I'm just a girl why country music anyway I watched the Ed Sheeran documentary and that he said that was about his wife and he said it's because I found someone who's so perfect to me and I went well that has to be our first song
1: what was it gonna be
3: it was going to be at last. No, that would have been
1: waltzing rounds. I would have had to. You know, I did dance. Oh, you know, I did dance lessons with my dad. Before.
3: Yeah. I know, it's phenomenal. But we just did this dance and, uh, and Ed Sheeran's Perfect came on and it was just the most amazing thing. And everyone was just on the dance floor, singing it, screaming it
1: on the dance yeah, floor. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. That was insane. No one got off the dance floor. I did a little dance with my dad. That was pretty special. That was
3: so special. I We were on shoulders and we kissed each other in the crowd. And- and- Gonna, we did. I'm going to put it... It's like they were a group of fans. It was our
1: friends. Also, <laughs> I, I felt so bad for your cousin Geordie on his shoulders. I was like, you can put me down now if you want. I've been on them for about an hour. I was like, he's probably literally <laughs> Get off. I Like, I'm going to put it out there. What's this?
3: It's the greatest wedding I've ever been to. And it was our wedding. It's the greatest wedding I've ever been to. I
1: wish I was a guest.
3: <laughs> I know.
1: No, only because... <laughs> it was so great I just want to give
3: details guys okay Tally Hackett our great friend Tally Gilbert came on the podcast with her thing, Pinky Studios every single person had a little perm on their on their placemat mat, and every everyone loved that that was incredible
1: I truly think that made so many people like that warm their heart like my uncle Robert said he's going to frame his and that like he truly was like choked and he doesn't he doesn't get emotional
3: Emily Blackwell's boyfriend who I've only met a couple of Jordan well you really knew a lot
1: about him I, you, I only I free.
3: knew for some reason I, I get no I I know a lot about people i remember weird things like the weirdest stuff he told me once i've met him twice or was twice maybe sorry
1: but he's an absolute legend
3: he's a legend i met him twice he said to me once that he, on mondays he always juices i put that in the pub. <laughs> he, he said he told me as a passing comment one ages ago and i remembered it and he was like he came up to me and he couldn't believe
1: that yeah. i had remembered it he and couldn't believe by it. By the way, I took credit for all of it. I was like, "Yeah, it took me so long, dude." <laughs> no, you didn't. no, Tally, they know it was you. But and, but, but everything, honey,
3: and I so I'm just so excited about it. Like the the canopies, the fact that we had delicious croquettes and prawns.
1: Sorry, uh, the amount of food that went to waste wow. makes me my heart sick. Yeah, like I honestly, think... I I cannot. It was amazing, and we... did anyone have a sherry? That was the whole sherry
3: bar. We we had a sherry. You know, we had we had Kurt, who was our was our celebrant.
1: Celebrant. I get it wrong every time. Celebrant. Celebrant. Celeb-, Celeb... whatever the fuck he's called. Anyway... <laughs> wait, wait, let me just talk to you about this. So we got told to do like, you know, I said I really wanted to keep it short. You know what I'm like? I don't... I get nervous standing up stage, on stage. We were literally on like a pedestal with a million people watching. I was yeah. about to buckle at the knees. And we got told, look, please, it's going to be five minutes unless you say something nice about each other. So I got told to give bullet points, four bullet points about Jamie... Jamie, a bloody
3: paragraph. Yeah, elaborated.
1: So what did I do for my bullet points, looking at like the cold hard oh, bitch I am? And you <laughs> gave a paragraph about how much you love me and your parents. Again, I was given three pa- bullet points about my parents.
3: I'm going to read the ones about my mum and dad because I just think so well, lovely. This is what was read out at our ceremony in the wedding. And...
4: Well, I don't know why I
3: was so Well, I'm going to read this. It. Okay, you said some lovely things, but mine was a home run, honey. <laughs> my mum and dad cried. I'm going to read it to you. Mum, <clears throat> where do I even begin? You have sat through church services, sat on sidelines, been hit by a white van, sat in hospitals, picked up my clothes and defended me at all times. Your life has been spent looking after your kids and reminding us each day how proud you are of us. But I think it's our time to say how proud we are to be your kids. You're the greatest mother one could ask for. I was told the quote that sums it up perfectly. To the world, you are a mother, but to your family, you are the world. We love you.
1: No, this isn't facts. I don't remember Do you want to hear my so dad's I... one? No, this well, isn't fair read My parents shall too. I'm going to
3: read it to you Dad Where on earth <sighs> would we be without you? Literally we wouldn't be here Funny joke
1: <laughs>
3: You are the person that is never judged Whatever path I have taken or chosen to do, you have encouraged it. You have never stopped me from filling my dreams, always filling me with the confidence to do so. You might not remember, but once I sent you a message saying, what a great father you were, you replied saying, I'm the lucky one to have a son like you. It's a message I have and will never forget. We couldn't love you more.
1: Sorry, that's upset me because now my parents aren't getting the shout.
3: They just they are. are. Your parents are the coolest. I, I, do you know what's so great? Listen, we can just keep, because we've got to get on with this episode because there there is so much to cover and things like that. But honestly...
1: Are you going to ever let me speak?
3: No, I don't think so. Not today. Right, just... okay.
1: Well, it's about meeting. So we decided <laughs> to do it at 6pm because my dad is a, he's a big old guy and he really, really couldn't bear the thought of it being any early because he was like, I'm not walking out that aisle sweating. So 6pm came. I woke up at 7 I felt 7 a.m. I was shaking in my boots. You and your ushers would not get out the villa. I was like, chop, 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 chop. We had to leave the villa at 11 a.m. in the morning. Should have left at 7. Well, where would we go? Your mother's villa. (laughs) Okay. I was quaking. When I say, guys, you're like this. And I, I kept, Good for
3: a podcast, that.
1: When I say my hands were shaking, they were so clammy and I was the last person to get ready. So I just had mm. to watch everyone. I was just pacing around, pacing around, pacing around, pacing around. And then by the time it was like five, I was like, right, got to go. We've got to go. I got in my dress. Dad walked down the stairs for everyone to see me. My dad cried. It was very sweet. I wrote all my bridesmaids' letters and my dad letters and it was very emotional. It's amazing. And then we get in the car and I'm like, right, let's Let's go. And no one had arrived. So I had to drive around the roundabout for an hour. I was like, and I couldn't move because if you see my dress, it's pretty bloody tight. And if you saw my veil, it's pretty, pretty bloody long. And I was like, this in the car. Neck crooked, <laughs> so the veil wasn't pulling out my bun. And my dad just kept going, so when do you think, so what time's the first call's going And I was like, dad's... No talking, and then I finally got to come in.
5: You
3: were freaking out. You were so nervous. I here. actually
1: genuinely thought I was going to faint. Like, yeah. I've... She, she
3: squeezed my hand on the stage and went, "I can't. I'm so hot."
1: No, but the thing is, because the sun was burning in my eyes, and I, I, I can't even explain going up those stairs. It was just so many people. It was so overwhelming. Like, I often I'm not <clears> that much of a nervous person, but I, I actually genuinely thought I was going to faint. I was okay. Jane, yeah, well, you
3: weren't okay. Oh, yeah, I was crying a lot. I was crying a lot.
1: I cried a lot throughout the day.
3: And also, not No, you did. did you? When
1: I say my hands, if you closed them, you would have filled the whole bottle of water. Like that, <laughs> I was like, Dad, please stop holding my hand because they were so sweaty. It was disgusting. And then we walked up the steps and had a little dress of mine. Oh, that wasn't easy, was it? Oh, it was just amazing. And then. We were on a pedestal. I know you like to be on stage, but you know I'm not as confident as you. And yeah. I was like, it's that tight little dress of mine as well. Heavy little veil yanking my head
3: I know, I know. I just loved every single minute. And we had these long tables around a water fountain, which was just amazing where everyone sat when we had the dinner. I mean, look, we can go on, but I tell you what, I just, I want to say it, couldn't have been better it was the greatest day of it. and to anyone who is getting married and has listened to this podcast the the, the cheesy line is is remember to drink it in because it goes by in a flash it, and it's, it, a, it's impossible to hold on to it
1: it goes by so quickly and you look back at the videos and that was just so wonderful now it's done
3: yeah so we're going to get into our final episode of being nearly weds um, and like, hey, who knows what the future is going to hold? <laughs> <laughs> who knows? It could be, be divorce. No, it's not going to be divorce. Who knows what's going to happen? I don't know. Who knows? Who but, knows if you'll ever see our faces again? Yeah, who knows? Um, but, you, what, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, but Say for, one more time. For, for, for potentially the last time ever, but it might not be. Could change the name. Who knows? <laughs> but potentially for the last time ever, let's begin the episode. Hello, I'm Jamie Lang, and I'm Abu.
1: Lang. I
6: think.
3: Well, actually, I'm Safiabu Lang, and we met four years ago, and now we're
1: married. Hello, and welcome back to Lily Rats.
3: Uh, hi guys, how are you? Now we have a very special episode today. Producer Jack has um, been working endlessly who also shout out to the whole team Jemima producer Jemima producer Jack uh, Jamie Jamie G videographer um for being at the wedding and just knocking everything out of the park and just being what a great team you haven't even listened to the episode when the team were on the
1: podcast I know I need to listen it but mostly because guys the weather was Shocking! And these guys planted sausages for
7: us. Jack, as the rumor is, so tell us what happened. I thought you were joking when we recorded it before. There were quite literally thunderstorms the day before the wedding. Yeah, and so we thought it would be wise to plant a sausage. So we went out, bought a sausage. (laughs) The first shop was closed because all shops are closed on Friday. Mm, Sorry. So we had to find this other off-license. Bought a sausage, cooked it, buried it. What happened on the wedding day?
3: Blazing
1: sunshine. Blazing sunshine. I the get... only
7: day.
8: The Literally. only day. What happened yeah. the day
7: after the wedding? Rain. Thunderstorms. Our flight got cancelled. <laughs> because of thunderstorms. We had, to, we had to get a taxi. £200. That's on you. Sorry about that. <laughs> <That's> sweet. <laughs> <laughs> to, to Malaga. And get another flight. We had, a, no, we had to stay at a horrible hotel. That's also on you. this budget. <laughs> Big <bigger>. up. <laughs> I, I shared a bed with Jamie. We, we tried to cut
1: costs.
2: <laughs>
7: And then got the flight the next day.
1: <laughs> what the hell? And
7: you could have come to the you pool party. You could have gone to the pool party. Why didn't you come to that? Because we had an episode to edit.
3: Oh, that's true.
7: So just me with the laptop on the pool. <laughs> oh, Sorry. Sorry, can you keep it down? <laughs> oh my God.
3: <laughs> Guys, you're incredible. Did you video planting the sausage? Yeah. No way. What ways. type of sausage was it? It, it was one? a
7: fat one. I don't <laughs> know what Did it was. Did you actually video it? Yeah, we put it on our stories. I haven't
1: seen it. Oh, Brother.
3: Yeah, you were too
7: busy pie.
3: Oh, that's it. I was too busy. I was all too over
1: busy breaking down,
3: breaking down, baby. Hey, um, okay, producer Jack, um, you have created a wonderful episode for us today. We uh, are going to get into it, and I think you want to kick it off with something special, right?
7: Yeah, we've got two long bits of audio, but the first one to play is from the best man and woman. Okay. Want to intro
3: it into it, okay, guys? Um, we had some speeches throughout the night. Patrick, my father in law, gave one, I gave a screw speech, and my two best men, my best friends, Georgie and Toby, also gave a speech. And here it is. Can I just blink my
5: nose? Coming up next, very exciting, That's Spencer joint best man speech, Georgie LaRue, Toby Wilkinson
4: welcome everyone to jamie and sophie's wedding the spanish edition this is the fun one the first one was a small gathering on the steps of chelsea town hall where jamie invited only his closest paparazzi or anyone but spencer the problem with writing a speech about jamie is that nothing's a secret i think we can all agree that Jamie is not a private person. He's laid bare for us all to see. He's actually downloadable via numerous different formats, TV, radio, podcasts, even a book, which FYI is on sale for £1.97 at the moment, while stocks last. (laughs) Now, it might be a surprise to everyone that he studied drama, especially given how incredible he was at every single sport that existed. How he was Radley's greatest ever sports scholar, the fastest man alive. So keen to prove this, he was often found challenging people to a post raffles running race down the King's Road, not always fully clothed.
2: For those of you who didn't know him back then, his name was Jamie Lang, not Jamie Lang Spencer. This one, they Let to change the mics His hairline was much more like mine <laughs> And those Cuban heels he's wearing tonight To make himself seem a little taller They were more all-saints than Saint Laurent
3: <laughs>
2: And given he was arrested for shoplifting in boots He certainly wasn't living up to being the heir to the McVitie's fortune the biggest change about Jamie now versus then is despite him getting older, the skin on his face seems to be getting smoother and tighter. Now Jamie swears blind he's never had Botox or any sort of cosmetic surgery, so I suppose we'll have to take his word for it, it's not as if Jamie ever lies. In fact, Jamie's sworn on his parents' lives so many times it's a miracle they're all here.
9: On the
4: topic of fibs and fillers, made in Chelsea, how could we not mention it? We remember the day Jamie told us he was going on the show. We tried to warn him that some of his character traits could make this a high-risk decision. An unreliable, posh party boy, prone to the odd porky pie, what could possibly go wrong? Well, it turns out an awful lot. About 22 seasons were. As Jamie's celeb status grew, so did his busy schedule. We imagine that almost everyone here tonight, at one time or another, has had a plan with Jamie, only to find out he's got three other plans that evening. He is the original yes man. We've been on numerous holidays with Jamie, and until his stag, he'd never arrived or left at the time originally planned. And it's genuinely a huge relief he's made it here tonight.
2: But what's most frustrating about this trait of his is it's also what makes him so special. The only reason it was such a disappointment when he arrived late, left early or didn't show at all was because every party, holiday, whatever was always a brighter, funnier and more joyful occasion for And what I would say is you can do anything you want if you can convince the great British public that you're a good dancer. <laughs> but
4: we all know the real reason why MIC was the best decision ever. And it's because he met the wonderful, incredible Sophie, who looks beyond beautiful this evening. Hey,
2: hey.
4: What's abundantly clear is that the acceleration of Jamie's career perfectly coincides with him and Sophie settling down together. No one can question how great a success Nearly Weds has been success that's driven by your mutual talent, your immense chemistry and connection, and your shirts. your shared sense of humour. In Sophie, you found someone who's even more popular with the fans than you are. (laughs) And together, you're a real power couple. (sighs) Two people with an intense love of beauty treatments, the finer things in life, living life to the full and having a good time. And finally, Jamie has met someone who leaves parties even later than he does.
2: (laughs) never
4: leaves that's the problem your generosity of spirit is unparalleled not only do you light up every room you walk into but you also have the most incredible gift of making everyone in that room feel brighter these are special qualities that Sophie also has he is enormously supportive and believes so much in his friends it's something I'll never take for granted in our friendship and what makes you so unbelievably special
2: (laughs) So, to finish, Jamie, this is to you, our friend, someone we couldn't be prouder of. And to you and Sophie, we wish you the happiest of futures. Keep making each other laugh through those good times and the bad. Please, would everyone be upstanding and raise a glass to the very special, very incredible Mr. and Mrs. Lang. Not Lang, Lang. Woo! What the hell is wrong with me? What the hell is wrong with me? I've heard it before
3: music Jack oh my god I cried the first time
1: I cried
3: even more that time oh my god that is just insane let's go into the next one I don't think I can Jack what is the next one Jamie G player
7: hey I'm Sean Stafford I'm good friends with Jamie and I've trained both Jamie and Sophie to get them ready for their big day we have just finished dinner cut the cake had the first dance and now everybody is cutting loose and how's Jamie looking today? Come on, you've seen the abs probably more than most people. He's looking amazing. To be honest, he's been on such good form all day. His speech was incredible. There was not a dry eye in the house. All I'm looking forward to now is the pool party tomorrow where he can finally get to show off the six-pack he's been working on for the last year. Hello,
10: I am Otima Mabuse, and this is my wonderful husband.
11: Hi, guys.
10: Oh, Marius,
11: my name, yes?
10: It's been a long night. (laughs) I think coming in, we didn't know what to expect. We kind of got in late, really late. We arrived just after Sophie in the car, but then they stopped and then they hit her, and then we went past her, and then we got the best seats. We were right at the front. Amazing. Right at the front. So
7: you snuck past, you didn't notice?
10: Didn't notice, didn't see her at all. Then she came out, we all cried, and then got to know the entire... Families, all of them, because people know I'm a dancer. Everyone's gonna wanna dance with me. I'm gonna leave as soon as people start dancing.
7: Has anyone asked yet?
10: Well, they pre-asked, and I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. But I know as soon as like, I'm like, I'm out. But How like, would you rate
7: the first dance out of the first dances you've oh, seen? Oh
10: no, that was really sweet. They were they just rocked from side to side, and I love that it wasn't just their dance. Their parents came on, and everybody, just, the whole wedding party came on. I really liked that. My favorite part, I have to say, is the buffet. Dessert buffet. I went up in Nuts, people
7: over there. <laughs> Tell me, what have you had?
10: I've had watermelon. <laughs> OK, my version of Nuts. <laughs> yes. I, yeah. I was like, yeah, watermelon, blueberries, pineapples. There were some amazing
11: cakes. Oh, my god, yeah, white chocolate, dark chocolate, middle,
12: everything, like fruits mixed. Strawberries with chocolate, oh, my god. Hi, I'm Molly Locke, and I know uh, Sophie and Jamie <laughs> through that small show called Ben Chossie. Well Yeah, I knew Jamie before because he fancied me in Portugal. Uh, he always said I was the cool one. It turns out he's probably the cool one. So and what
7: was it like seeing Jamie
12: marry Sophie instead of yourself? It's difficult for him, more than me, but um, it's nice to see him happy now. We certainly had some tears at some point. I saw Jamie look at me during the speech, and, and really remember that it's, it's I, I should have been there, really. But, but I'm, I'm pleased for him. Yeah, that, that certainly tears in in some manner. Some of the speeches certainly got me got me um, wet. All of maiden Chelsea were all together, basically on the table with the staff. It's very nice. Couldn't be further away from him. But it's very nice for him to. I think that was tactical. It, it, very much so. It's nice to nice to see that his. Um, his colleagues and friends are, are, are everywhere around him and then suddenly we're, we're stuck in the fucking corner. And also, everyone else had salmon. We had chicken. That's what we had. That was the staff meal. It was a very nice chicken. But, um, it was like a sea bass cheddar side in here. In Mount, Mount Seabass, they fucking got murdered today. Hundreds of the fuckers.
7: Was there any moments today that st- stood out to you? Anything
12: that you'll remember? No, it's a all. <laughs> it was heaven. I must admit, when you walked in, it was spectacular. I must admit. I mean, I got married in the Natural History Museum. It was pretty fucking amazing. But this is a close fourth or fifth. It was all right. I've I've enjoyed it in lots of ways. As a married man, I would say, um, well, don't do it, but that's fucking late, isn't it? I have absolutely no advice whatsoever. I'm shit at marriage. I need to shag more. If if my husband was here right now, he'd be like, oh, yeah, because you don't give out as much. Like, I don't. I rarely give out. So when Sophie says no, go, all right, darling, come on, let's let's really negotiate on this and let's make it a yearly plan if you can. (laughs) Very nice to it once a year and that's a really special time. She might grimace, but uh, at that point you uh, move forward, lie back and think of England.
9: My name is Penny Baines and I'm Jamie's mum. Today has been uh, emotional. It's been quite a long day. Because Jamie was literally flying high and with anxiety and panic and so we had a lot of calming him down, calming my daughter down because she was going to do the poem. Um, So I'm just really glad it's all gone so perfectly.
7: And the speech, let's talk about the speech quickly, a big dedication to you and unbelievably emotional from Jamie.
9: But Jamie has always been high emotion. And I've I've always said two things about Jamie. One, when Jamie walks in the room, the lights go on. He has so much love to give. And I've been the lucky recipient of all that love all of his life. It was hugely emotional because he said such lovely things. So mainly I cried through the whole of his speech.
3: Mama, Mumsy, Penny my true rock, mum. Mum, I don't think i have enough time to express the love for you. You always have put your kids first, and even though everyone knows I'm your favourite, you don't make it too obvious. It hasn't been the easiest road for you. Breaking into flats, throwing parties, you thinking I was a drug dealer at one point, getting arrested in Peterborough, me phoning you up and asking what a meringue tower was, only to find out it was a meringue. Or getting my yellow results, doing my retakes and then getting worse than before. <laughs> Mama, your love for me is the one thing I have never questioned and I couldn't ask for a better mum. <clears throat> Dad, Nick, Nikolaevich, Papa, your unconditional kindness towards others your unjudging attitude towards people in life and your ability to pay school fees for 42 years is unbelievable. Again, I haven't been the easiest for you, but you were patient and always gave me the greatest advice. When I decided to marry Sophie, I was nervous. You were the first person I told. It was at Radley with George. I quietly and nervously told you. You didn't say any words. You just smiled and hugged me that was everything I needed. The love you show Sophie is undeniable. And I couldn't be prouder to be your son.
9: Just thrilled for them both. Because it's been quite a build-up and I think quite a lot of anxiety. I think they have a lot of pressure on them from the public perception of them. And so, you know, you're always worried it's not going to be as good as you want and it's just surpassed every expectation but what I love most about Jamie is that he never ever isn't himself he's always charming friendly and he all still to this day can't believe his luck we laugh we go I keep saying to him you're not Brad Pitt you know and he just he says isn't this crazy people want to talk to me So I've loved it. I've loved watching his journey. We've had some seriously dead years. We failed to make my 60th birthday dinner. But throughout it all, Jamie's love and his love for me and my love for him is just constant. And I don't think it'll change because I I know him inside out and he'll always be a bit of mine.
7: What were these 76 marathons? It wasn't just that; it was something phenomenal what you did.
0: Well, I did. I ran 76 marathons in the 76 cities of the United Kingdom in 76 days. Yeah, it was um, it was crazy, and I just finished a week ago. My name is Joshua Patterson, and I am uh, Jamie Lang's, I think, favorite person from Norfolk ever, because I'm the only person from Norfolk I think you know, To be honest you got a special shout in the speech I'm actually really humbled that's quite special of all the people that were credited there it took me 76 marathons for him to notice me Josh where are you buddy? Josh
3: Patterson 76 marathons in 76 cities in 76 days and he's here tonight raising a huge amount of money for Samaritans Josh you're incredible buddy Fada I can't see you but you're amazing that's an unbelievable feat there you are buddy Legs are good, body's
0: good, mind's a little bit tired, but I'm so happy to be here. Weirdly, it's things like the wedding today. It, you look forward, you have to look forward to things when you're getting back, and this was one of them. And here we are. It's it's mad.
7: So you were actually thinking about the wedding when you were
0: doing your runs? I was, I was. I was actually thinking of the wedding. Like I said, I think the thing is when you're in a camper van and you're parked in an Asda car park in like Dundee, it's quite bleak. You have to think of things that are positive. And for me, I knew this was going to be such a special day. Jamie is a friend that's so close to my heart. And there's something really special about seeing the ones closest to you getting married and getting married to the person that they love more than anything in the world.
10: A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance.
8: Are
6: we into
13: being interviewed? Oh, I like it. <laughs> Melissa Chatham and Toby Watkins. <laughs> I mean you could do this interview yourself, but you don't I don't need to be here.
6: Splendid.
13: <laughs> so the boys got kicked out of the villa because the girls are doing a full-on five-hour glam operation. It sounded like there was a lot of there was a lot of anxiety, there was a lot of drama, there was a lot of running around, rushing, panicking, but They all look amazing, so it was worth There was, and then I
6: guess the speeches of like her husband and like her sister and...
13: Well, I've been to a a fair few weddings, but those speeches were 100% the best. Like, it was incredible. It was so great.
7: So, how much did you cry? I I cried cried so
13: much. And also, it's fine at the wedding when everyone's looking forward. You can kind of get away with a few tears, but then when at dinner, everyone sat opposite you and I was there like... (laughs) And it hadn't gone dark at this point, so it was full sunlight and I was there like...
7: Wiping away tears. It was amazing. It was really, really
6: cool. Very happy very happy tears, but a lot of tears.
7: And you led the charge with the bridesmaids. You were the first person to walk down, right? What was that like?
6: I think there was a little bit of a logistical error, if I'm being honest. But I think we went a little bit too early because the wedding planner in front of us told us to go and the one behind us was like, don't. And we were like, well, what the fuck do we do? We just need to go. So we just went. All I remember is getting up there and turning around and looking for Sophie. And then she was already like there. And I was like, oh my God, she's already there. So I had missed Jamie's reaction because I was getting up there and I just turned around and stared at her the whole time and everyone was talking about Jamie's reaction I was like damn I missed because I was just staring at Sophie. but
7: Sophie's your best friend, you've got to stare at her
6: I know, I like who else, I mean she was like the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life, an angel from Kevin Art. So I think for me the dress fitting was probably maybe the most emotional part because that was when she walked out and I was like oh my god Wow! wow 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 and then they put the veil on her and then her sister held out the veil, the dress fitting. And the veil, as you guys are gonna see, is like quite something. So that was really like a, I don't know, like it really like hits something. I don't know what it is. Like, And then it happened again today when she walked down the stairs the first time and her father saw her and he choked up and then all of us choked up. We all loved what we were wearing, which I thought was special and important for us to feel confident and lovely. And, like, I love what I'm... I want to wear this dress again. So we were all in the same colour, which was basically white. I was saying, I was, like, very generous of the bride to be, like, oh, you guys can, like... I want you guys in this. And we were like, all basically wearing, like, this champagne whitish kind of colour. Don't
5: think she breathed about the dove, eh? Hello, my name is Alexander Mitten. My middle name is Louis... And I'm at a wedding. I've sat next to somebody called
6: uh, Emily Lang. I'm back. Sorry, guys.
5: I'm drinking a coffee, just to let you all know. How does it feel to see Jamie Lang, one of your best friends, you know, getting married? I did. I never thought I'd see the day. I certainly didn't think he would get married before me. Jamie like choking up like that it was it was I was like nearly in tears as well it was so it was a beautiful beautiful moment and uh I remember when they first started dating in the back of my mind I was like nah like I don't think that's that's gonna be a thing and then like slowly over time I. Started, Do you remember what Jamie said to you
7: like the you remember the first conversation where he mentioned oh I actually quite like Sophie he said oh my god there's this
5: girl I really want to smash her back doors <laughs> in I don't know what that means is that is that like something to do with like building and construction or something? I hope he finally gets to do what he said to me when he first mentioned tonight. Because I imagine they would have waited until now, being the good, faithful Christians that they are. So hopefully that happens tonight. And uh, But I actually can't remember what he said. Because... Their relationship was obviously born in quite a weird way, so it was all a bit like hush-hush, so it was like one of those, like, those loves that weren't supposed to be, and then it just, like, kind of blossomed. And then it finally clicked with me, and I was like, oh, my God. These guys, I think, are actually gonna go, like, the long, the long term, like, this is it. Jamie Quivering, did you see? Like, before she'd arrived, Jay was like up on the stage bit. He had a little like trout mouth going on because I think he was like maybe worrying that she wasn't going to turn up or something. And I could see him quivering and like standing on his tiptoes <laughs> and looking. I was like, oh my god, this is so cute. And then eventually she arrived because we were all like checking our phones, being like. Oh my God, like imagine if she actually doesn't turn up. You know? <laughs> that would be a fucking twist. At the end of at the end of Nearly Wed's podcast, she doesn't turn up to the wedding. Yeah, what are you guys going to do now? Nowly Wed's. No, let's just come up with a word that doesn't exist. <laughs> nowley. Yeah, nowly. <laughs>
7: yeah. Also, Alex, just a quick one. No black tie from you today. I
5: didn't realise it was black tie. <laughs> I've been away for a bit. I came back and got here and I was like, what are you guys wearing tomorrow? I was like, summer suits. They're like, no, it's black tie. I was like, yeah, yeah, good one. They're like, no, it is actually black tie. I was like, okay, cool. I don't have that. I've got a black t-shirt, so <laughs> that's as far as I've gone with the black tie. But I, I like it. I felt unique today for the first time in a while, so uh, I'm sorry for not having black tie.
8: Hi, I'm Liv Bentley from Celebs Go Dating and Crime Watch. There are loads of fit, older people here. It was a bit like Crazy Rich Asians, as in, like, it was phenomenal. Did I shed a tear? No, because I was pissed. No, I didn't, I didn't.
7: Has there been any gossip or any dirt of tonight that maybe you could share with us?
8: Oh, yeah, I saw Father of the Bride shagging. No, (laughs) you know, I don't know. The night is young, the moon is out. Get your tits and flush them about. (laughs) (laughs) each other laugh so much and in South Africa when they first sort of got it on behind closed doors they were just so cute together and I remember Jamie used to giggle like a little school girl which I and I've seen Jamie in many relationships prior to Sophie because I knew Jamie when I first joined the show he was horrible to me by the way he was an absolute felon. Uh, but no but with her boo he was like he was so giggly and sweet it was so nice I've never seen him like that and I've never seen her like that before And they love anal, so, yeah, it was great. Yeah, I'm not sure we can air any of (laughs) that. I'm not sure we can air any of that.
11: father of the bride. Do I need another introduction? That's it. Let's talk about that first
7: time when Sophie walked down the stairs at the villa and you saw her in the dress for the first
11: time. What was that like? <laughs> oh, you've nailed me there, Jack. Um, I completely lost control of my emotions. I just, I just tears kept flooding out. I just, She looked so spectacularly stunning. I genuinely, I've never been so emotionally moved as that was that moment. And then on top of that, she gave me a handwritten note about you know, her feelings for me as a father. So, having been knocked sideways motion, I thank God, like, a double punch to the chin. I was knocked out, it was, I was gone, completely, utterly gone. She looked like a million, million, million dollars. She looked absolutely beautiful. And to walk her down the aisle? Beautiful, proudest moment of my life so far. Proudest moment. We were surrounded by all our friends and family and all our loved ones. There was so much warmth and love towards the, the couple. It was just fantastic. And the speeches? I mean, you did your own speech. Incredible. It was so lovely. Well, thank you. I mean, I mean, I didn't know whether mine was any good or not. I was so nervous. I couldn't I can't even remember what was said.
5: Here is Patrick Habou, who makes the rest of us look horrific.
11: There he is. In a normal Father of the Bride speech, part of my duty is to introduce half of uh, the bride to half of the people here who don't know her. But who here has not watched their friendship develop and blossom into true love on screen? Who here has not listened to Nearly Wed's podcast, which is super successful, although no filter applied, and um, we all know certainly more than I wanted to know about their... (laughs) Arguments, anxieties, bowel movements, Jamie's piles. But somehow I feel there was a a destiny to their story. And if I may, I'll take you back to Sophie's early days at school. She was always a hugely popular girl, uh, and it's so lovely to see some of her school friends here today. We were catching up earlier. After graduating, Sophie went uh, on a tour around Central and South America with Naomi and Chrissy, who's here tonight as one of the bridesmaids. She came back and uh, we sat down straight away and she said, Dad, I've thought about what you want, what you told me to do and what I want to do. And to, I've, decided, I've decided this working thing is not for me. <laughs> and that's where this sort of destiny part comes in, because she joins Made in Chelsea. But I remember vividly after her first week of filming um, in Made in Chelsea, she was, Sophie, you were living with me at the time, and Georgia came over for supper one night. And Jamie's name came up. And I remember this absolutely word for word. Sophie said, after one week, she said, I love him. He's so funny. I could marry him tomorrow. I truly believe you were meant to be together powers aligned, the universe conspired to bring you together, whatever you believe in but I personally could could not be happier that you two are married here together So to Jamie a big character with an even bigger heart, welcome to the family I hope you know what you're getting into and just so we're absolutely clear as father of bride, I operate a strict no returns policy <laughs> If you had a x-ray my stomach you'd have seen a thousand butterflies going around but I thought Jamie's was unbelievable so from the heart so romantic Um, he got some jokes in as well it was just it was just a genuine expression of who Jamie is and his love for Sophie and for everyone here
3: okay I want to kick things off a big thank you first thank you to the father of the bride My father-in-law, the biggest dilf. Patrick Caboo. Now Patrick, I heard there's apparently an Instagram fan account dedicated to you. And also some people here tonight were actually starstruck meeting you. From the very first time we met, I was well sorry. I was welcomed into your arms and into your family's arms and it was incredible. I remember the very first time that um, I asked for Sophie's hand in marriage. Um, I said to you, I want to do a FaceTime, and it was about Christmas. I made a sneaky thing. You were in Spain. I was in London. And I phoned you up, and you were in a completely packed restaurant. And I thought, shit. And I said, is this a bad time? And you went, no, it's a perfect time, as you drank some wine. And I started to tear up, and you panicked, realizing what I was about to do. And the waiter behind you thought you were breaking up with me. <laughs> Which was amazing. Your first words were, Is this a prank? And Patrick, if it was a prank, wow, we would have been an elaborate one. <laughs> Patrick, it's true, a daughter knows their true worth when a father loves them. Patrick, your love for your daughters goes completely beyond. And I promise you, from the bottom of my heart, to take care of your daughter for the rest of her life. Sarah Wigley, my mother-in-law. I was... Oh, yeah. I was going to say MILF, but I thought that was pretty weird. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say it. Feels <laughs> weird. Sarah, I like to treat the first time I met you, you treated me like a son. We were five espresso martinis down. I got very drunk and passed out naked on the bed, which I apologise for. But we bonded from the very beginning. Whether it's me calling you for advice or helping both Sophie and I whenever we need it, you're always there for me and your daughters. You have the kindest heart and are immensely generous. I couldn't be luckier to have you as a mother-in-law. Thank you so much. Georgia Haboo. The coolest sister-in-law anyone could ask for. George, you have been there for me through thick and thin. I'm still yet to meet two sisters who talk as much as you do. Honestly, it's remarkable. I don't even know what you talk about, but you do. George, without fail, you put your sister first every single time. You selflessly make sure she's okay before checking yourself, and you've always been there for me. I always joke to you how great it would be if we could be brother and sister, but we can finally say it's true. We're brother and sister, dude. It's amazing. It's unbelievable. And I can't wait to celebrate your wedding with Tom in September. It's going to be amazing. I love you, George. You're incredible.
11: I have won the Euro Millions on my son-in-laws. I could not wish for two better son-in-laws. I love them to bits, both of them. They're honourable, they're kind, they're funny, they're everything you would want. As a father, all my dreams have come true.
14: I am Verity Bellditch. Uh
13: My name is Tom
7: Lucy.
14: And we came here because Tom couldn't be funny, so he said, "Let's go to the Newlyweds New podcast area, and I'll be funny." I
7: mean, that's that's kind of true, to be honest so in the speech Jamie mentioned South Africa
3: okay Lammy bear my bear 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 my kitchen sink my wife four years ago we shared a bed in South Africa I got a little drunk drank water from a vase and you thought who the hell is this blonde boy but who would have thought four
7: years later we'd be here together you were somewhere in proximity to the room. Can you explain what happened?
14: So, in South Africa, we were all, like, best friends. And they had a room upstairs. I had a room downstairs. And then be like, V come up. So I'd get in the bed with them. Jamie used to put this, like, sausage <laughs> video on. It's, like, movie. Sausage. Like, this, like, movie about sausages. Porn. No, 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 like, a weird, like, ask Jamie. Like, this weird sausage thing. Do you know what I mean? Half time, I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, I'm going to go. So I rolled outside the bed and went down to my were you
7: When you were all in the bed, were you all under the covers or over the covers?
14: Under the covers, fully clothed pyjamas. Okay. No, like, nothing was going on. Nothing was going on.
7: Yeah. And did you think something was going on with Sophie and Jamie at this point?
14: I, don't know. I thought we were all, like, three best friends
7: sausage movie followed by flowers flower water if you never played that sausage movie you might not have ever left and maybe they wouldn't be getting married today
14: no because then we had another like hotel room and we were all in the same bed
8: <laughs> what an intimate
7: relationship you have with jamie and sophie are you in a truffle no though no. are you gonna get in bed tonight with the two no
14: i mean no
7: once you make the marriage I'd say there's a cracking sausage movie Jamie's going to play <laughs> later. I've seen it on the big screen. It's
13: really good stuff.
7: Is any, of this, is any of this usable? Yeah, about 20
1: seconds. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ruby. I'm very good friends with Sophie Habu and with Jamie Lang. Hello, I'm Zara McDermott.
7: Tell me, how's today been?
1: Truly magical. I mean, we were just looking at the whole setup. It feels like we're in a movie, and I was actually speaking to Patrice, Sophie's dad, earlier, and he was like, it feels like we're in Romeo and Juliet on the set, and I was like, it actually does.
7: It's like the, the terracotta building and all the flowers. It kind of feels like you're in, in like an underwater world, almost. Like,
15: it's like enchanted, almost. Like, it's just incredible. Like, the flowers, the color scheme, like, I love how they've gone for, like, colour as well. Like, here, like, I think so many weddings go quite simple. Oh God.
1: Yeah. They've actually gone for a burst of colour, which is so
7: nice. To see Sophie walking up the aisle, how did it feel?
1: Emotional, actually. I think
15: everyone was crying, like, genuinely. I think everyone was just shedding a tear. Like, it was one of the most beautiful things. And the song, it was just a slow acoustic guitar, wasn't it? It was just so beautiful. It felt like time had stood still, weirdly, and, like... Yeah, she looked absolutely stunning. The most perfect bride. I think what set everyone off, though, is seeing Jamie started crying. Literally, just as he saw the tiniest glimmer of Sophie around the corner, he was already just bawling. Like, he couldn't even, like, face forward because he was crying so much. Bless him. every
1: single was amazing but Jamie's really like hit like a nerve it was oh my god like talk about pressure like I don't know how (laughs) you then do a speech after his
3: my best men women MC Georgie Toby Ollie Spencer guys I don't know where I'd be without you today G from downing Jager bombs in the Greyhound pub when we were 17 (laughs) to renting our flat together dressed as a bat and a cat on no sleep. You've always been my partner in crime. Ollie, whether it's me beating you at golf or arguing whether I can hold my breath for three minutes, dude, your loyalty is unquestionable and your stamina is undeniable. Tobes, bubble, our time at Leeds, you have been my confidant and when I really needed someone, you would echo back to me, which I'll never forget, boy, we'll go through it together. Spend the little pug, we've been through it all and out the other side, we can fight over stolen goods in New York or argue about my under-10s javelin record, which I still hold, and our friendship remains the same, unique and something that I always treasure. My brothers and sisters, guys, Tash, Jem, Sander, Emily, George, guys, you have supported me in everything, in whatever I have done. Whether embarrassed or proud of me, you're always there. Whether it's me phoning you, Sander, for the 15th time thinking I have some undiagnosable disease, or Emmy, it's just calling you to have fun and laugh about something we've heard. You guys have always had my back, and I couldn't love you more. And each each and every one of you have moulded me to the person I am today. You guys are my rock.
15: Street speech was just something else. I think that there was a lot of talk about how much he loved Sophie, and you can tell he's absolutely a daughter and just obsessed with her.
11: As a father, when you have a child, daughter, son, whatever it is, you have so many aspirations, so many hopes for that child. But above and beyond everything, you want her to be happy. That's it, you just want to be happy. And Jamie, you make my daughter happy. You make her happier than I've ever seen her before for that I will be eternally grateful on that note I'd like you all to be upstanding raise a glass to two people who we all love dearly the new Mr and Mrs Lane
15: seeing everyone come together it's just it's such a lovely feeling like there's not many times in life where you really celebrate love and family in the way that you do and it's just been such a special day
3: Okay, I'm coming now, I'm coming one second. So, uh, it's been the most phenomenal night. It's been the most amazing night. We have done this for a year, and leading up to it, there is quite a lot of pressure and anxiety and adrenaline and so many things. And oh my God, I rarely say this, but I think we knocked it out of the park. I'm so proud of everyone. I love my wife more than anything. I love my friends more than anything. It's just been the greatest
7: day, and I couldn't be happier. It's phenomenal. Just quickly, how were the photos? No one was really there for that, Well, how did that go? Uh, bad at the beginning, Sophie was nervous. Uh, good at the end, because I think she had a champagne.
3: And now she's having the best time, and now she's got an outfit change, my stepmother has asked me to come dance okay. with my wife. Okay. I was told, to find true love, you must first find a true friend. And I have, without a doubt, found my best friend in you. You look absolutely outrageously beautiful tonight. You look insane. But of course, that was never going to be a shock. People in the street and here tonight are still thinking, how on earth has he done that? And I don't have an answer. I don't know. Luck. I don't know what it is. Sophie, you are the most beautiful person inside and out. You love a gossip, but you never judge. You laugh at my silly jokes and always comfort my insecurities. You're smart and clever in so many more ways than me, but you never praise yourself. You allow me to be center attention but we all know who the real star is. But most importantly, you love me for who I am. I always joke that I first realised I was in love with you when you were nearly eaten by a shark. I say shark, it was a barracuda, and I just swam to shore, saving myself. (laughs) But the truth is, Soph, I've always loved you, ever since we first met. I'm constantly asked every time I ever chat to people what my greatest achievement is. And I um and ah not really knowing what to say, but I can now say hand on heart, marrying you is and will be my greatest achievement I ever do. So I wanted to make some promises to you tonight. I promise that we will fight about silly things, but I promise to never go to bed angry. I promise I won't always check to make sure the loo is clean but I promise I'll be there for whenever you need me. I promise that I will make you irritated with me whether I deserve it or not, but I promise to always try and make you happy. I promise that I will forget dates in the diary, but I promise I'll never forget to put you first. I promise that we will have hard times and I promise you they will pass. And lastly, I promise that I will love and look after you for the rest of my life.
7: amazing couple, they're so well suited they really bring out the best in each other you know when you can see people that have it they're, they're going to go the distance keep uh, making each other
10: laugh Yes. keep and, making uh, each other smile
11: have patience, it's going to get better yes.
10: <laughs> happy wife, happy
11: life oh yes, definitely, that's a big one go Jamie, you can do it
9: he's the love of my life You are my favorite child secretly, Jamie. Don't tell the others. You know, enjoy. You've got here, we've done it, you're married. Just love each other and here's to the future. Oh, we're all so proud of them and so happy for them and you know, they really are made for
15: one another and
1: we're just honored to be a
6: part of their special day. Uh, I think it was so special like
15: seeing them on Made in Chelsea all those years ago. And I remember their first double date with Sam and I. And then to now, like, actually being married and spending the rest of their life together. I mean, it's incredible, it's incredible.
5: Sophie, I said something about you down there, but you weren't there to hear it. I just want to let you know from the bottom of my part, you look phenomenal this evening. And we are all so proud and delighted to be part of such a special evening and Jamie I am so proud of you and I'm so delighted I wish you all the best and all the love in the world congratulations on an amazing evening
8: so much and I think you're both incredible and you deserve the absolute world and you guys are amazing together even though you like brother and sister love you both love you
13: guys both of you I think you're both fantastic you're so wonderful tonight has been so incredible such a demonstration of both your loves and I wish you all the health and happiness in the world
0: don't put pressure on yourselves love is a magical thing and it's an incredibly tough thing But I think when you pick the right partner, no matter how many highs and lows you go through,
8: you'll go through them together.
11: I genuinely think, when you see them together, when you see the connection between them, I don't need to wish them good luck, they don't need it the connection between them, the whole positive vibration between them. They look at each other in the eyes. You can almost feel the love, you can feel the electricity and the fun. You can be beautiful, you can be successful, you can be whatever. Unless you've got that 100% connection, unless you've got that fun aspect to life, you're up against it, but these guys have got it. They're done for life, they're made for life. I was told a quote. This
3: too shall pass It doesn't matter what you're going through The ups, the downs, the left and the rights It doesn't matter because it always passes And I've always loved that quote Because it helps you through the tough times But in truth it's the last thing I want I feel like the happiest and the luckiest person in the world right now And I never want that to pass Sophie, the most unique, amazing, awesome person I've ever met And I feel so unbelievably lucky to be married to you tonight I can't think of anything better than spending the rest of my life with you. I love you so much.
1: Oh, oh my god, I think I'm gonna be sick. Oh, I love you. I love you too. I've gotta to go catch a flight now. I'm gonna turn up like a blubbering mess.
3: We gotta go. We gotta go. Hey, listen. Um, uh, to oh everyone God. who has followed our journey and been a part of this podcast for the last year. Thank you so much. Um, it's been phenomenal, everything about it. Um, and we're so lucky because sometimes what happens with these situations is that they pass in time and you forget what happens. But we have it stored not only in our memories, but also literally on podcasts, which is the greatest thing in the world so we can relive that moment all the time. Um, I want to say thank you to my beautiful wife. So if you're the greatest. No,
8: you're the greatest. And I'm
3: so proud of you for everything you've done and got through and everything like that. <laughs> proud of our team, Jack, Jemima, Jamie G. Um, you guys, I love our family, I love our friends. And to every single person who's continued to listen to us for the past year, you guys simply rock. Um, we're going to go and take a break now because emotionally, oh I'm all over the place. But also, I think we're going to do this we're going to go on honeymoon. We're going to be away for a few weeks, a couple weeks, a honeymoon and just relax and be with each other because we spent so much time doing this and it's been amazing. But we'll be back uh, with a fricking bang, baby. So get ready for that.
1: Love you guys so much.
3: Anything you want to say?
1: I I just love I'm
3: so amazed what's wrong with me (laughs) alright everybody we're going to sign off for now thank you so much for listening we won't see you next week but we'll see you very soon we love you goodbye wait if you're getting married good luck if you're getting engaged
1: you go do it if you're single you're
10: so happy
3: and if you're just uh, I don't know we love you we love you guys goodbye I can't thank you enough for that, dude. That is sorry, man. That is very, 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 uh, (laughs) immensely special. That is so cool. That's a half in that. I can feel it so good. Thanks, guys. That is so 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 kind. Sorry, all this got emotional.
10: Thank you. Want to find the perfect Father's Day card?
1: Dad deserves better than a drugstore card. This year, surprise him with a special personalized card from Moonpig. You can add your favorite photos and a heartfelt message. Plus, no more worrying about stamps or going to the post office, because we'll mail it for you the same day. Every dad deserves a Moonpig card. Get your first card free with code PODCAST at Moonpig.com.